This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, the Broadcasting Standards Authority wants your views on proposed changes to the broadcasting rules. Uh, these rules help, of course, ensure freedom of expression, but without harm on radio and television. Joining us to talk a little bit more about the proposed changes, uh, the Broadcasting Standards Authority Chief Executive, Glenn Scanlon. Glenn Morena, good to have you with us. Uh, Morena, kia ora, hope you're well. Glenn, um, uh, maybe we could talk a little bit about, in general, about the Broadcasting Standards Authority. I suppose those of us who um, who don't uh, often deal with the authority probably just think of it as the authority that waves the big stick from time to time. <laughs> How would you describe the role of the Broadcasting Standards Authority? Oh, that's, that's interesting. I don't know that we have that many big sticks. Um we're there really to work uh, with the industry and audiences um, to make sure that uh, you know content and standards are adhered to. Um, you know we're an independent body. Uh, we're free. Uh, the, the process uh, you know involves people coming uh, first to broadcasters with their complaints, and, and then if they're unhappy with how those are dealt with, then they can make a formal complaint to us, and we go through the process, um, mediate that, and our board ends up making the decisions. Uh, we're also there really to. I think shine light at times on uh, new developments. We do a bit of research. We talk to quite a lot of groups. We do a bit of education. Uh, so, in many ways, you know, we're there to help ensure that the system continues to function really well. And on the whole, it really does. Uh, you know, broadcasters really understand the rules, uh, and uh, audiences understand them quite well too now because it's been they've been in place for thirty three years, which is a long time, uh, and. You know, we uh, you know we try and make sure that people are educated about uh, what is a standards issue and what is not, uh, and we do that in a very open and public way as well. So, who has input into making the rules? Well, first of all, it's it is set in um, the legislation, which was uh, you know first enacted in nineteen eighty nine, uh, which is a very long time ago now, because as we all know, much has changed in society and in the way that we all engage with uh, media material. Uh, so first of all, we start with the Act, uh, and that allows us a bit of wiggle room, but not heaps. Um, then uh, for this process, what we've done so far, and it's been ongoing for a while, um, we started off, we, we go and have a bit of a look ourselves. We have a talk to the authority, about uh, the board members, about um, what it sees as the issues. Uh, we have surveyed the industry, uh, which we have about 130-odd broadcasters um, who we connect with, uh, and they were all asked to answer a bunch of questions about the existing code and issues. Uh, we also identified some stakeholders who got the same survey, and uh, they responded. Uh, then we went away and did a little bit of work, and we sat down with a, a group of sort of representative broadcasters. Um, so uh, from the camera body, uh, we had Joe, who was, um, the current chairwoman, uh, which or is member of, obviously, uh, on that body, uh, and includes representatives from TVNZ and RNZ and Discovery uh, and the Pacific Media Network and Mulberry TV um, and a number of others, uh, Sky TV as well. Uh, we sat down with them. Uh, we had a talk about what that survey revealed uh, and the major sort of issues and points that people raised. Uh, then we went away and uh, did some work drafting up uh, a new code which has just been released to public consultation. Uh, that was shared again with our board and with that uh, group of broadcasters. And, you know, this week we've just put it out there for the public to um, give us their feedback on. So why the need to review? I guess it's a 
periodic requirement just to sort of test the waters and the changing nature of uh, of the society we live society. in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And look, you know, it's in our um, long-term plan that we, we need to look at it every uh, two to three years. Um, sometimes that might be at a more simple level. Uh, this time, because we haven't actually looked at it since in the whole, uh, we are looking at the entire code. Um, you know, there are many, many reasons. Society, as I said before, doesn't stand still. Um, community expectations, you know, attitudes, values, and audience behaviours change. Uh, the broader legal setting changes in that time too. So there have been some changes to privacy law. You know, we also have a look at um, defamation law and other things uh, that may have changed. Uh, so that's part of the process as well. We review changes in other legislation. Uh, human rights law often has an impact or particularly around discrimination, integration, how we look at that. Um, we do think that the code book, which at the moment is divided up in a, a what I would call a relatively old-fashioned way, you know, it's divided in, into sort of focus on TV, uh, free-to-air uh, free TV, pay TV and radio, and there's a separate uh, election code. Uh, we'd actually like to see, because the codes are very similar, it come into just one simple code for people, uh, so that's clearer, you know, more practical and more user-friendly for everybody. Uh, I think there is uh, a move to look at the entire regulatory sector around content regulation at the moment. So we're just trying to make sure that the codes are also as modern and up-to-date and future-focused as they can be with that also ongoing. And, you know, that's looking broadly the role um, entities like us play, uh, the Chief Censor, uh, sort of similar co-regulatory a similar self-regulatory bodies like the Media Council and the Advertising Standards Authority. Um, so we want to make sure we are relatively aligned with uh, where that's headed. Um, but overall, it really has taken a bit of a gauge of how much has changed in the last four or five years and then trying to put that into some practice. So now is the time for all of us, really, to take a look at what is proposed what is the process around that? How can we find it? And um, and I have to ask because this is often the case with with officialdom that you know you end up with a massive document that really just does your head in. Is it is it easy to follow? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, look the old uh, the old codes, the three separate ones, um, uh, pay TV, TV, and radio, came to about eighty pages. But the new proposed code is, is somewhere in the twenty odd pages, so it's much shorter. Um, there's a briefing document and very short and thick ones on our website, and it's very easy to find. You just go to the research tab on our website, and there's a tab for public consultation. Uh, there's a simple form to follow and fill in, which you can do online if you want to, or people are also welcome to you know, go to the trouble of, if they want to write separately an email to us, they can also do that. So pretty simple. Go to our website, uh, read the material, uh, and... Uh, uh, either fill in the form that's on the website or send us an email separately um, to info at bsa.govt.nz. And what happens with any feedback that you get at this point? Well, uh, what we will be doing is we'll be a uh, fairly simple process. Really, we we take it all, we review it. Um, we will then uh, take out the major findings and suggestions from that. We'll present those uh, to our board. We'll also present those to our, the broadcasting group that we're working with as well. Uh, and then uh, if there are major things to change and discuss, we'll do that with both of those. And then if there are changes to be made post those discussions, we'll make those to the draft. Um, and then once we have agreement, uh, we would be publishing them later this year with a sort of 
target date this stage is uh, at the end of June. So how important is this public phase of consultation to the process? Oh, you know, really important. You know, um, audiences are the people who consume all of this material um, that is uh, um, made by broadcasters and other media entities. Um, it's, uh, we want to know if the codes are reflective of how people feel. Uh, we want to know if that, uh, the new code is simple and easy to use and follow. Uh, we want to know if people think things are missing. Um, we want to know if there are you know, things people like or dislike at a simple level. All right. Um, yeah. Well, you can find it all, of course, on the Broadcasting Standards Authority website, bsa.govt.nz. And uh, how long have we got to make submissions, Glenn? You've got to uh, just within the first end of the first week of March. All right. Well, thank you for taking some time to join us, Glenn Scanlon, this morning on the Awesome Morning Show here on ORFM. Uh, an important part of the process, of course, uh, for us as broadcasters, but of course for, for as you've said, um, our audiences as well. Thanks for taking the time to be with us today. Pleasure. Have a good day. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.